We are back. It's the Tosh and Jerry pod here presented by 2TV Sports. I'm Jerry. I got my boy Tosh Myers alongside me. He's fired up. Bucks Warriors fan that he is. Can't wait to clear the paint for him to, to tell you all the things that Giannis did well. Kind of get out of the way like DeAndre Ayton did. Not standing in Giannis's way. Oh my God, what a game. What a series clinching performance in the last game of the finals from Giannis. Tosh, all you, buddy. Jerry, Giannis put up 50 points in a finals closeout game, Jerry. 33 in the second half. He had five blocks. My man brought the title to Wisconsin. The first title ever won in the state of Wisconsin by one of the three major sports teams. My man from the streets of Greece, Giannis, he did it for us. He brought it home. There's 85,000 people around the stadium. He brought the title home to Milwaukee, where it belongs. We haven't won since Kareem. Hang the banner. No excuses. No asterisks. Put the ring on my finger, Jerry. We got the finals, man. It stands. It it stands. All right, now I got to come in, though, right on your parade a little bit, because the last couple years you were celebrating the Warriors championships, and now you're celebrating the Bucks championships. So what feels better, this Bucks one or the first Warriors one? Obviously, they were dynasty. You got a couple more rings out of it. But which one? Are you taking, you know, I mean, you're living the best of both worlds. You got the Western Conference with the past couple of years, now the Eastern Conference. This Bucks one honestly feels a little bit better. I just never thought this was going to happen. I thought Giannis's whole career, he was going to play in Milwaukee. Maybe he would leave and go get a finals in a little, but I never thought he was actually going to bring a title to Milwaukee, and it actually happened. I've been following the Bucks for 20 years. We've been so pathetic. We picked Giannis. We got Middleton. We picked Jabari. We thought we had a big three for the future. Jabari sucked. We <laughs> Jabari thought that was going to ruin everything. Yeah. We, we, we brought in Bud. We got, we, we almost well, right, got there. Bud. And we just, okay. Yeah. I mean, we, I think, I think, uh, that's Jason a, that's a final thing. Well, you know about my Bud take, but I think Jason Kidd would have led this team to a title. I mean, with well. Jason Kidd, we, with Jason Kidd, we were a 17. Sure, Giannis took a leap, but. Then we didn't resign Brogdon. We didn't do anything, really. It looked like our window was closing. looked like Giannis might leave in free agency. And this man did not take the easy way out, Jerry. He went on. He had the easy path and the hard path. He took the hard path. He stayed in Milwaukee. He didn't go team up with, with Luka or Kawhi. It was getting or harder with Boone too. <laughs> and, 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 and he got the job done. He put up 50 points. Holiday was a no-show on well, offense. Holiday did didn't, not, do didn't do anything. Chris Middleton didn't do much last and night. And Bobby Portis team, game. <laughs> and Giannis put the team on his back. Giannis and yes. Bobby Portis, they stepped up big time. They, Dude, they, it, was, we, it was noticeable. DeAndre didn't want any of that smoke coming down the lane. And you knew as soon as Giannis called for the ball, top of the key, he faked the three once, drove, but for the most part, I mean, his inside finishing package was unbelievable. If it wasn't a dunk, it was a spin right layup. It was a jumper from like 10 feet, lap in your face. The man didn't miss. He got fouled in the way up by two guys at one point in the third quarter, followed through, hit the front of the rim, and rolled in. The man was not missing. I love to see him not shy away from the game. He also said, I work on it. I hit my free throws. I think he was like 16 for 17 at one point. Maybe he finished 16 for 18 or 17 for 19, whatever it was. Um, I mean, yeah. Give Razzam all you want for the free throws. doesn't matter. Count too quickly every single game. What does that get you? A loss in every single series. So clearly that didn't affect it gets him. You bucks. It gets you bucks and six, Jerry. And yeah, Giannis, I mean, see, I've been watching him for years and I've seen how he's added this type of stuff to his, to his game. You know, it's still a work in progress. It definitely mm-hmm. is. 
But all the people were like, oh, he's just big. He's not skilled. He doesn't have any moves. I mean, that's just not true. I mean, for anyone who's as big as he is, he's got pretty much, other than maybe like Joel Embiid and some, well, some of these centers. Like 10, like, 15 feet of the rim, sure. Sure. Exactly. But Giannis, as we saw Giannis in the series, Giannis played a ton of center. That's his best position. Mm-hmm. And centers can't guard him. I mean, no. even DeAndre Aiden, one of the best centers in the NBA. Giannis is still too damn big for him, Jerry. It's just And you saw the yeah, photo they put up of him from his rookie year to now where he was like 190 and now he's 242. And it's like this is a different human being. <laughs> Hundred percent. Like I've, ne- you, the world has never seen a player develop as quickly and as drastically as Giannis has. And dude, it you can tell it means so much to him. He loves the game, and like he said, he did the hard way. He did it the right way. Didn't leave. Stayed in Milwaukee. And like, out of all the superstars in the NBA, like I felt happy for Giannis yesterday. I wasn't like, oh, this guy won a title. Like, uh, come on. But I mean, I don't know how anyone could hate Giannis. How could just, you? Like he's like, such a just, nice dude. Even just like. Yeah, even just like not that long ago, Jerry, like ten years ago, he was he was in Greece, like didn't even barely speak English. Like yeah. his mom was selling stuff on the streets of Greece, and now he's yeah. a multi. He's a he he's a multimillionaire. He's made Milwaukee his home. He's brought so much happiness to the entire state and country of Greece, and it, he's just amazing. He's done it with the utmost respect. Everyone loves him. Like Giannis is the best. Like I feel bad for him. Just because at the very end of at, at, during the celebration, he was on uh, Instagram Live and he was FaceTiming his brother who couldn't be there because he was quarantined. He's like, "I'm coming to the hotel." He's like, "I'm bringing the trophy." And his brother was like, "No, nah, man, you gotta stay and celebrate with the team." And it's like that's heartbreaking that his brother can't be there. Um, but yeah, and his brother is like he was like it was awkward at the family dinner table when Costas had a ring with the with the Lakers. <laughs> he's like, "Now I got my own." So we're even. Yeah, Giannis has his ring, and I mean, shout out to Chris Middleton too. I know we started out with all the Giannis love, but Chris Middleton shot Jerry. It was a four-point game with about a minute left, and the Bucks were stalling, and it looked like we might collapse. And we ran a play. Chris Middleton came to the right. He came to his right side. He pulled up and he hit the biggest jumper of his entire life, Dude, the basically ultimate icing factor. the game. I've been saying it, Chris. Chris Middleton stepped up big time, Jerry. And what for, for a lot of people who don't, you know, follow the Bucks, they're like, oh, it's Chris Middleton. He's just another guy. I mean, him and Giannis, Giannis have been together for eight years. I mean, they've they've grown up together. They've built built the team together. Those guys are boys, and it's it's great to see them playing off each other. They clearly are like you know bonded from basketball. Yeah. So and, actually, and- I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to say this for the end of this segment, but I mean, if Middleton and Giannis could do this. So can Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. You, I mean, you know it to be true. They can grow together. They'll take their licks right now in the playoffs, these heartbreaking losses, and grow into a champion. I'm good with that. If it takes eight years, it takes eight years. We're only near three or four now. But, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and, Jerry, that brings me, that brings me to, an, to another guy that, you know, I think I've been saying is a little bit more the X factor. You've been saying it's Middleton. I've been saying it's Holiday. And Dude, Holiday, Holiday can't be the X factor because he gave you. I'm cutting you off right there. He, this man, Drew Holiday, cannot be the X factor because he gave you nothing, and the Bucks still won the title. He gave you nothing on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, he can guard anybody. Well, not anybody, but the guards, you know, as well as any guard can guard them. But he gave you a almost a negative. He was four for nineteen or four for twenty. He gave you nothing off it. Nothing in a huge. Jerry, game. can we talk? And, and we- this series, let alone this game. 
Okay. In game five, Jerry, I mean, game five, which was we easily could have lost. We were down by 18. The man put up 27 and 13 assists. Like, you're just, five. <laughs> like that, does that it's game just not matter? Does that game just doesn't matter anymore? How about okay, game three, one. another close one, one where he put up 21 and nine and on 14 shots? Jerry, Drew Holiday was a huge addition for us. Without him, we would not have won this title. And then how about in the Hawks series? I disagree with that, though. I think if you had Giannis, Bledsoe, Giannis still drags his team to the title. Well, how about in the Hawks series when Giannis went out in games five and six? Everyone forgets now. Drew Holiday, he was our best player in those two games, him and Middleton. I mean, 25 points, 13 assists, 27 points, 9 assists, 4 steals in game 6. Like, dude, he, game 5, he made the winning steal and pass. Gary, come on. It's true. It, this, you, did. you did. I mean, and let's talk for a minute about the job he did defensively on Booker and Paul. I mean, he would just rotate between the two. So, They'd say, okay, to get Paul, to you're hotter, go Chris guard Paul. him. Booker, you're hotter, go guard him. And then whoever he'd when be on, he'd shut down. But even when Drew Holiday wasn't the primary guard on Chris Paul, this is the point I wanted to hit. Chris Paul didn't look healthy. I know he's always banged up, and I'm not making excuses for him. Suns got beat. But, I mean, the careless turnovers, where it looked like he was just going for a normal crossover that Chris Paul never loses the ball on, it seems like he had the case of the fumbles. It's like, I don't think he's 100%. Chris Paul choked. He choked. I don't know. I think something comes out in like a week or two. I don't care. I'm happy happy the Bucs won. I don't care. Chris Paul was injured. Enough with the Chris Paul injury excuses. Like, this is his entire career. I'm anti Chris Paul. I'm I'm saying, I just don't think he's healthy. I'm not making, I'm not using it as an excuse to why they lost. I think the Suns lose regardless. But in the biggest game of his life, Jerry, the biggest game of his life, game four in Milwaukee, have a chance to go up 3 1. It was a six point game. The Suns lost by six, and Chris Paul put up. 10 points, he had five turnovers and seven assists. He choked. Like, you need better out of that. You need better than that. Well, you also need more than four points through three quarters out of Devin Booker. Like, they both kind of shrunk in the moment. So today, Devin Booker just clearly didn't have it. Drew Holiday was dogging him. He wasn't making his shots. But, I mean, dude, this I feel like at this point, like, this series kind of, I feel like, changed games four and five. I mean, I know that I still thought the Bucks might lose this game, but, like, the Suns, they they had chances to win game four and five. They, they lost did. game four by six. They lost game five by four. They had the leads in both of those games. And Chris Paul, really, in those games, well, didn't Suns do much. Other... Throughout the series. That's what it comes out. It's not like the Suns were, were not as talented. Yes, Giannis is the best player on the floor, but it's not like the Suns couldn't hold serve. You know what I mean? And the, they just didn't close like the Bucks did. So like, and I they didn't think, close I don't because Chris Paul did I not. Really I agree, but I also think that they didn't close because Chris Paul was Chris Paul and Devin Booker were not as good down the stretch as Middleton and Giannis Middleton and Giannis were much much better. And, and I would have thought that that Chris Paul, the point god, the guy who's you know, played in so many games who can get to his shop, blah, 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 what everyone says, set up all these other guys. I would think that he would be good in crunch time, but he clearly wasn't. He choked. And this is just another example, Jerry, of Chris Paul. Of Chris Paul like, not getting the job done. Yeah. just He just doesn't get the job done. Well, so let me run something whatever by you, excuse, though. We blah, just blah, talked blah, about blah, how that... these two teams were pretty close in the finals matchup. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Maybe not, but I'm going to say this is the only title the Bucks want, will win with Giannis in their uniform. And I think that this Bucks team so now we're, would not we're have been the last five 
NBA champions. So and now we're on the we're on the take where it's this is the only time the Bucks are ever going to win, and they're not a great champion. Yes, let, absolutely. Let me let me let me last five NBA champions and tell me where the Bucks stack up. They're going to be last. Last year's Los Angeles Lakers, Bucks lose to that team. I think that would have been a good series. I mean, this Bucks team beat Miami in four. Miami went six with the Lakers without Dragic, and Bam was also out. I think that, yes, the Lakers probably would have won just because they had LeBron and AD healthy and playing well, but I don't think that that would have just been a, a No, it would not have been a series. walkover. I don't think it would have been a walkover, but I think the Lakers, would our better team, would win against the Steers Bucks. The next 2019 winner, the Toronto Raptors, Kawhi shooting lights out, Lowry's playing the best that, ball. I life. think Siakam's locking it down. I think that team beats this Bucks team. I think I I mean that Bucks the Bucks team from back then when No, no, I'm talking about six. this current Bucks team, not like that year's Bucks versus Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm talking about champion no, versus champion team. I'm, I agree, but what I'm saying is the Bucks in 2019, a similar version of this Bucks team minus Holiday, add Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Uh Giannis not as good, Middleton not as good. They were up 2-0 on that Raptors team and lost in six. The Suns like, were up 2-0. That doesn't mean but anything. I, well, yeah, but I don't think I don't think that that Raptors team was that much better than the Bucks team from two years no, ago. I think, and I think, I think this that Bucks this, the Raptors is, team with with Kawhi and uh, Lowry are on, like the closest to this Bucks team as far as the last five champs. I think the Lakers win. Yeah. This Raptors one's close. Then you have two the past the next couple of years 2017 2018 the Kevin Durant Warriors. Good luck. No way the Bucks have a shot. In that yeah. Team. No. I mean, no team is ever going to beat that team. That's the best team ever. Not created. true. Not true. That brings me to the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers, which this Bucks team is also not beating because they beat the 73 and nine Warriors. So basically, what I'm saying is, yes, they won this title. Yes, it's legitimate. They did everything they had to do. They cleared the hurdles. Giannis gets his ring. But I don't. I'm going to be the guy that says it. I don't think this is an all-time great champion team. I think this series could have gone either way, even still. And obviously, I've said it before. I'll say it again. The Nets won that game even though they lost the series in the game because KD's foot was on the line. They hit the shot. His foot, his big-ass toe just happened to be on the line. Jerry, you, you know it's not going to go up next to the banner uh, hanging in, in the uh, Pfizer Forum. <laughs> Every, everything, everything that you just said. So, uh, yeah, but I do – I mean, this was a crazy championship. You don't have the super teams like you did, you know – from year, years past, it's just what a different NBA. We have, we have super teams right now. The Lakers are still one with LeBron and AD. The Nets are one with Harden, uh, Kyrie, and and KD. The Celtics are about to be one when we get a point guard. Um, the 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 Blazers are trying to get into the game. That's not going so well. But okay, it's a, it's okay. a it's a, it's a dynasty are... <laughs> driven league. Of course, they're going to be super teams. I mean, the Nets are a super team, kind of, but also like. Heart like Harden, the, the injury was not that unpredictable. Kyrie is always injured. You experienced that, Jerry. Like, Fuck yeah, the Nets. I mean, I just like you, you got to play who who's in front of you in terms of winning championships in the future. Like the whole Giannis, this is his one chance. Take is, I mean, Giannis is twenty six. Who I don't knows think it's who's going to be one chance? I think he's going to have another deep playoff run. But I mean, he had to do a lot to carry them to this championship but, and, dude, and a ton of breaks went their way. I just don't see it again for this. Bucks. I mean, I, I mean, I agree that like, they're not going to be the favorites going in the next year, but well, Jerry, like, think about it. The first NBA of all, landscape changes so quickly in three years. So it, it's like, and that's you... my, that's my whole point. And how about in eight years when Giannis is 33, you know, like he'll still be good. Be a whole new he league. probably will be better. Like you have no idea who's going to be in that league. So like the whole Giannis one, 
championship take like i understand it because it it's incredibly hard to win a championship but also like would it surprise you that much next year if Kyrie Irving's injured again and the Nets lose and the Bucks like win a championship like yeah that wouldn't be say, the most say, shocking okay, thing I'm saying it's gonna take two Nets to be injured I mean they barely beat the Nets this year with both those guys out so it's like would it shock you if would it shock you if Kevin Durant gets hurt next year? Like it wouldn't shock me if he gets hurt in the it playoffs. Shock like, me, but I'm, like, not, <laughs> I'm not counting on it. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hang on Nets Bucks series. We covered that plenty this this playoffs. I'm gonna let Giannis have his moment. I don't want to be too much of a downer. It was a great run, unbelievable watching him. He's clearly ascended into. Okay, I just want I, I want to bring up a few other guys. I want to bring up a few other guys. Yeah. All right. So PJ Tucker, we trade for him and everyone's like, ah, oh, he's washed. See, what's great about PJ Tucker is that he brings a toughness to a team and a defensive uh, mentality and, and mindset. You saw that plus. especially last night in a closeout game. That was a physical grinded out old school game. What was the final score? Like so five to a hundred, something like that. It was 105 so, to 98. So yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, Tucker and Tucker can defend multiple positions. And he just, he's a vet. He's been there. So great. We gave up DJ Augustine and traded back eight picks in the draft. So great addition. Uh, Bobby Portis. He came up huge, Jerry. I mean, he didn't play against the Nets. And uh, we needed him to step up. When DiVincenzo went out, we needed minutes from another bench player because Tucker got pushed into the starting lineup. And he stepped up big time. And he's just the type of guy who's like, you know, I don't know if he read his piece in the Players Tribune, but he he wrote an article in the Players Tribune, right when Giannis went out, and he said basically, like we got this. And I was like, all right, like we got this. Let's go. Like you're confident. Like I like this attitude. Like we're not going to lose this series. And so you need guys like that. And <laughs> who who would have thought that Bobby Portis would be the X factor coming off the bench? Not me. Yeah. I'll tell you and that then much. lastly, Pat Connaughton, Jerry, he hit some huge shots for us. He was not phased. He got some big rebounds. I mean, game game six wasn't his best, but he he played huge minutes for us. Yep. And that that was another offseason uh, re-signing that we had that that came up big. So um, we did what we needed to do, and we got the job done. And I want to talk about the the Suns for a second here too. Um, but before we do that, um, I just want to say go to two tvsports.com and check out my article coming. And we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but uh, the NBA big board, top 20 picks. I got some hot takes in there. I got some prospects everyone's sleeping on. I got NBA comps. I got why these guys will succeed, why they're going to bust. It's a great article. So that'll be out soon. Check it out on 2tvsports.com. But uh, yeah, Jerry, so we talked about Chris Paul. Um, I just want to talk about Devin Booker. Like, can he lead a team to a championship, do you think, or no? Yes. Yes, I think he can. Now, will he? I don't know. The NBA we just talked about is unpredictable, and there's totally different teams. Um, and this might be the, the only shot he gets. But it is a guard-driven league for the most part. Okay. Well, let me take that back, because I guess it's driven by KD, Kawhi, LeBron, all big, small forwards. So maybe it's more of a small forward. Giannis? But, yeah, Giannis, I mean, he's a center. But he's, I mean, what does he list at? Small forward, usually. No? I guess. I'm just mad you didn't put his name in there, but continue. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we just talked about it for... But yeah, Giannis now. Um, the the center, small forward that he is. But yeah, I mean, we can see guards go on great runs. If he has a Kobe-esque run like everyone's talking about again, then sure, he can definitely do it. A guard can lead a team. 
I mean, we've seen we've seen shooting guards do it before, and I think Booker has the offensive prolific pro, prolificity pro, proficiency. Mm-hmm. Pro, I don't know whatever the word is um, to do it. You can I think get two hard, spots, but um, I mean, Chris Paul won't be there when he does it again. And I don't. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Suns team can run it back." They're not making it to the Western Conference Final next year. Say that much right now. Yeah, and I mean, even be signing Chris Paul. Like, I don't know if you want to give him That's a risky. huge like four year deal. Yeah, and we no. just came off him like leap going from team to team because people thought his he, had, he was on a bad contract. So yeah, I don't. Know, I mean, I think that what they need to do is they they needed this series. They need to get more out of the Bridges and Cam Johnson because I think those are two nice young wings. Yeah, who can do more than, than they were uh, asked to do, because they really weren't asked to do that much. They were standing around like if they got it, they'd maybe shoot an open three. But I think those guys have some playmaking capabilities. Like I feel like they can develop, and uh, that was a huge part of the series that they really didn't do much. Yeah, absolutely. Although I will say, campaign stepped up my goodness that man was lights i got what do you have 10 points in was it quarter two last night but anyways yeah that yeah quarter not, two and, and nba execs were saying you couldn't play in the league i mean just goes to show you that like <laughs> the drafting and free agency and a lot of player evaluations completely wrong so yeah and i mean it go, also goes to show you that some guys take some time to develop like yeah some, you know you draft a guy like we're about to talk about the draft you draft a guy and like if you look at a lot of these guys who are playing big moments in these games like bobby portis campaign like they weren't really doing much like the first few years after they got drafted, they bounced around teams and now they're, now they're making uh making way in, in the NBA finals. So like it takes time with a lot of these guys. Um, so yeah, anything else on the finals? I do want to talk about this draft stuff for a minute and then let's talk about uh, the open championship. Oh, you know I'm trying to get to the open championships so instead of going on about how happy I am for Giannis and the Bucks and who could win the NBA title next year. We'll let you go on this uh, big board. The NBA draft's coming up. I know you got some takes. I know you're really excited, and I do want everybody listening to go check out 2TVSports.com so you can get a more in-depth look at this article that's coming out. So, yeah, Jerry, I don't know how much you've been paying attention. Yeah, I mean, to, that's uh, why I need this article right here. I know the number one yeah, process so, that I got a little for you. So here's a little tease. I mean, I would say the consensus big board right now, everyone has Cade, one, Jalen Green, either Jalen Green or Evan Mobley two and the other one three. And uh, I have a guy who's busting into the top three. Mobley's not making the cut for me, Jerry. And I've really? got a surprise in the top three. It's Moses Moody out of Arkansas. Why? I love his, sh- I love his shooting ability. He's got a pure jumper. I mean, he shot, he only shot 37% from three from in college, but he was doing a lot of playmaking shot 81% from the free throw line. I like that because if you're a good free throw shooter, you're probably going to be a pretty good shooter at some point. He's only 18. He's 6'6", but Jerry, his wingspan, 7'1", which brings me to my upside comparison, which is Jalen Brown, Jerry. I think Modus Moody could be somewhat like a Jalen Brown type of player, be able to create off the dribble, shoot open threes, be an elite defender of multiple positions. So I, I really like Moses Moody. My most, I like to hear that. <laughs> my most likely outcome comp for him is Michael Bridges. I think that's kind of like the player that he's going to be. Hold on, though. I don't, think we know. Little bit. I, I don't think Mikael Bridges is done developing yet, though, as far as what yeah, I've seen. So I think, I think Moses Moody can follow the same career path that Michael okay. Bridges has followed. 
And uh, my downside comp for him is Danny Green. Like, if things go wrong, I think that's the worst he'll be. Like, a good three-point yeah, shooter. That's, I mean, hey, so. that's, uh, that's, if that's your worst-case scenario, that's still a great NBA – well, not great. A good NBA player that can get hot from three can also break a lot of threes if you're Danny Green. Just got to throw that out. Yeah. So, then I have – like, I'll do one more here. I feel like everyone knows Corey Kispert, right? You I mean, who, who doesn't, Kispert right? Is. <laughs> but so anyways, Corey Kispert, this is, I think, you know, for each prospect that, you know, why this guy will succeed and why he won't like, if things go right, what's going to be good. And if things go bad, you know, why he's going to bust. And so why Kispert will succeed? He's got an elite shooting skills, Gary. I mean, everyone knows this 43% from three of the last two seasons. That's going to make him a valuable spacing option on offense. His size and athleticism actually measured better than expected which I think will allow him not to be completely hunted on defense by quicker guards or bigger, uh, like, wings. And I think he does have the ability maybe to expand his ball handling capabilities and create shots around the three-point line in mid-range, almost the way that Joe Harris does. Um, But I also think that there's some major concerns, and uh, some of my concerns are that he'll be nothing more than a three-point shooter. He'll not be quick enough to guard guards. You know, almost like a Doug McDermott, he's going to get blown by, um, and he's and he's going to be too small to defend wings and centers. So he's really not going to have a position on defense, which will make him unplayable during in crunch time due to his isolation defense. Like we saw in the in some of these playoff series, like certain guys are just unplayable. Like you couldn't play Bobby Portis against KD because KD was just going to go at him every time. Um, and, and what also worried me is he's going to disappear like he did at Gonzaga. Like, sometimes you just disappear and stop shooting threes. If you're a three-point shooter and you're not shooting threes, then what are you, well, what are you doing? Court? Yeah, what the hell are you doing out there, then? <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a whole article coming out. We're going to do 20 through 16, and we've got 15 through through 11, uh, and so on and so forth. So check that out on 2tvsports.com. Um, so without further ado, we get to the Open. Let's do it. Royal St. George. I mean, what a tournament. You had Big Lou coming down the stretch, Colin Morikawa, the eventual winner, and Jordan Spieth, who I thought was going to take it. Uh, I mean, thrilled to see him playing well again. So what, I love when, did you think Spieth, when did you think Spieth, Spieth was going to take it? What, what point of the tournament was that? Because I, mean, I always thought he was going to choke. I was going into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for the big Spieth choke, which we didn't really get. But... No, I mean, he didn't choke. He just, I mean... He played about as well as he could. That's just Morikawa clearly was on fire, played better, shot lower. Um, close tournament overall, incredible. We kind of knew that uh, Big Louis Usain wasn't going to finish strong, which, like... Classic Usain finish. I, it is, it is. But if you, if you follow golf closely, which, I mean, we do, he's, like, the best guy. He's funny, nice, like, like incredibly good at golf, but doesn't get the respect he deserves <laughs> because he always flounders on Sunday, doesn't get it done. Um, so that was, that was tough, but I mean, Colin Morikawa, 24 years old, the first person to win, uh, two majors in their first attempt since Tiger did it. I mean, that's glorified air right there. So, I mean, I think it's time now, Tosh, to anoint Colin, put him in the category with the Rory's, the Jordan Spieth's, the Justin Thomas's I got thrown out there just for you, the Dustin Mm. Johnson's, he's got to be a big name, like John Rums, the names that we mentioned going into every single tournament. I think it's time to put him there, even though he's still so young. Yeah, so I think you definitely got to have him in, you know, in the mix for every. And when he gets hot, it's just 
Dude, it's almost not fun to watch because it's just like every iron is just within ten feet. Money, like, spot on. It's gorgeous, it's like, and it lo- it doesn't even it, look it's like he's gorgeous, but it's just like it's like, dude, I want you to like mess up to make this an interesting tournament. It's just like, no, nope, like no, iron shot ten feet. Like dialed. sometimes make the putt, sometimes miss it. Like, yeah, but uh, dude, I so I think yeah, you got to have them in the mix for in every tournament. But I also think like. In terms of legacy stuff, Jerry, um, what you like, we've got Tiger, we've got Phil, and then I guess Kepka and Phil are somewhat close now. And then you've got a whole bunch of guys, you know, you've got Spieth, DJ, McElroy, Morikawa now, guys with multiple majors. And, um, you know, the, those guys are always quick to be anointed to be maybe the next Tiger. And Spieth I just want to pump the brakes pump the brakes on that a little bit more is dope he had a great tournament let's see him win a few more before we you know no, i'm not saying to he's gonna be tiger let's not get the words misconstrued i don't think he's gonna be as good or as dominant i'm saying it's time to put him in the category of those other golfers that we talk about going into the tournaments like a bryson like a brook i agree be a name now i agree he's definitely a name and he if he wins a few more here i mean there's no reason why he couldn't but also it's hey, hard say, but if he wins a few more, do it at the masters <laughs> yeah he needs the masters win i mean um he won the pga he won the open so i'd say it's time for the masters and then the uh the Which, old US I'll open. Say, i don't think he's gonna win it in 2022 because it's so hard to get them consecutively and that's the next major coming up so I don't think he goes back to back. As I always say in golf, it's like one of the hardest things to do. Um, we saw Phil completely yeah. fall off and after this the, year. But... The, weather, the weather at that Open was just incredible for... for uh, well, the course was playing England. soft. You and, had to and, score, and the wind wasn't a factor like it is at most uh, British. Exactly. Shows. I mean, the weather was just, it was just uh, you know, no wind. It was insane. Like, that course was playing so much easier than they probably thought it did. And I think Next that year, the St. Andrews off. Old Course is going to eat them alive. It's going to be... An unreal tournament. I'll, I'm not gonna lie. I already looked into flights to going. They're a little bit pricey, but we'll see what we can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Jerry. Uh, anything else on the on the open? No, man. I mean, it's just it just kind of sucks that we have to wait till April for another major. We keep watching the season as it plays out. But you know, you, you got know the I'm FedEx Cup and, and all of that. But uh, but yeah. All right, Jerry. Well, the Bucks got a championship, so I'm pumped about that. And uh, the the NBA off season is is pretty. Pretty old trick, I would say. We got the draft coming up soon. We got free agency right after that. Baseball, you know, stretch run, and then uh, football will be back. So we're getting to a really great time in sports, Jerry, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, me as well, man. I can't wait for it. We're going to hit a little bit of an August lull, but it feels like we've been running on the treadmill for like a year and a half post-pandemic. This will be a good little reset, get amped up for football season, get a couple catch-your-breath dog days of summer baseball games in. It's a good time. It's a real good time, and I'm excited about it. Exactly. So for now, uh, that'll be it. But thanks for listening to the Tosh and Jerry podcast, and we are going to sign off the mic.